that uh, on that day here. Uh, and then thank you. You know, my, my, my wife was very disappointed she wasn't able to get here uh, Saturday to, uh, to, to, to decorate. And, and she, she, on Monday, um, we were out. I took her to the doctor and took her here and took her there and took her to get medicine. And, and she said, well, let's, she said, and I, we, uh, and I, she got word that you all put the decorations up for her. And she really, that was really a special for her. And so we appreciate it. I don't know who that did that, but thank you, guys. <laughs> I figure it was the guys that did it, right? <laughs> Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. I just want to, I want to, I want to share a, a, a quick thought with you. We're, we're coming up to the evangelistic outreach uh, this weekend. And... Uh, of course, we should be uh, reaching out evangelistic all the time uh, and sharing Christ with folks. That should be the focal point of our conversation. Uh, we, all, we all have a, a, a circle of influence, people our age, people, people are, that are friendly, people that serve us, people we work with. We have opportunity to share the gospel with people. I was up in, uh, I was up above Chestertown the other day, and I was, I was getting some corn to feed the deer, you know. So, and I was at a farm, and I talked to this fellow that comes out, and I, uh, I got some corn from him, and I said, uh, I said, uh, what's your relationship with God? And he just kind of looked at me. And I said, what's your church background? He said, well, I go to Episcopal Church. He said, they made me an elder. I said, I don't, he said, I don't know what an elder is. I said, well, has anybody ever told you about having to have a relationship with God at your church? He said, no. So it, it, was, a, it was a time when I couldn't, he couldn't stop because there were several people there. But um, he's got a track. I'll see him again. I know where he is. And uh, I haven't put a cigar down and talked to me, but but there are people all over. Young man, young man, I met, young man, I met that, you know, he just he they lost he lost his mom, and uh, and he's got one of the gospel tracts reading it. A lot of there's folks out there that are ready to listen, but I want to share I want to share a thought with you. When I was when I was a when I was a young boy. When I was a youngster in, in, the, uh, in the 60s and 70s, <clears throat> lots of people were getting saved. And uh, I went to Highland Park Baptist Church when, when my daddy was, was studying for the ministry. And if you can, if you all, have you all ever looked, you've looked at it, have you all ever Googled Highland Park Baptist Church, Lee Robertson, anybody ever Google that? Yeah, if you all think about that, write down there, Google it, and, and it'll, it'll have, you'll probably see a picture of the platform looking out at the people. And what it was, it was a church, and, the, and it had a main floor, and it had a wraparound back balcony. And on the main floor, on this side, for, for about, 20 rows back was the deaf ministry, deaf people. So when the hymns were going on, their hands were going back and forth, and there was a, somebody leading them. And then 
On this side in the upper balcony was the gospel rescue mission men that were brought to every service, and they were there. On Sunday mornings, up in the balcony, in the middle balcony, was where the bus kids sat. And uh, they, ran, they ran over 20, 25 buses every Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. Dr. Robertson believed in three to thrive. And I, you would, you would sit there, and Doctor Robertson would walk in, white-haired man, and he'd preach. And if you, if you Google, have an opportunity to Google, listen to him preach. Very simple, very simple preacher. Uh, he was a friend. I had him to preach for me, and and uh, I had to referee him and his wife on some disputes and about the car and the brakes and everything. We had fun with that. But Doctor Robertson would preach the gospel message. Okay. And he preached a message on Sunday morning. You'd always hear about Jesus is coming back. The Bible's the word of God. Once saved, always saved. And, and at, at the invitation time, people would come, handfuls of people would come every service to make public profession. Uh, uh, and, and, and by the way, that was happening all over these United States. People were coming and getting saved. They were coming to make public professions. Amen? Yeah. And... and and uh, it's, 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 I remember that. And then why is it not so normal today? Why is it not so normal today? Why, is, why are people not getting saved? Why are, why are there so many detours from the Romans road when you talk to somebody about the Lord? You ever notice that? You ever notice, you ever, if, you, if you've been sharing Christ with others, for a long time, when you sat down with somebody, number one, they respected the Word of God. They respected you as a Christian. And there weren't all these different things going on. They weren't building, they weren't building mosques like out there on Good Luck Road and, 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 uh, you know, and, and telling people that Jesus is just a prophet. Jesus is God. You could say amen right there. Somebody missed this. You say amen right there, Archie. Amen. And, and so there was, a, there was a respect for God's house and God's, God's, God's day. I grew up, I grew up when, I was, when I was young, stores were closed on Sunday. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, yeah, you're looking at me like, fun, you know, Sunday is just not another day. It's the first day of the week. It's when we when we come together to worship the Lord, and uh, and 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 uh, it's not a day for sports. It's not a day for for partying. It's a day for the Lord, and and God will hold. You say, preacher, what's going to happen at the Great White Throne Judgment? Well, folks are going to be there to be cast in the lake of fire, but 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 folks folks will folks folks will say, well, you know. I didn't. I didn't go to church on Sunday. Exactly. And going to church doesn't save you. Amen. So I want to read a. I want to read a couple of verses, and I want to. I want to. I want to. I want you to take these verse. I want you to take this verse. I'm going to give you some thoughts, and I want you to meditate on this verse because it's it, 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 it's 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 very very important principle that we need to understand about people getting saved. If you're, if you're saved, if you know Jesus Christ as personal Savior, this took place. This happened, okay? Uh, this had to happen. 
Now, look, look, at, look at verse 1 in chapter 4. It says, let us, therefore, let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. Okay, now notice, notice verse 2. Verse, verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works, and in this place again, if they shall enter into rest. Now Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, is written to the Hebrews, and, and primarily because these Hebrews, these, these Jewish folks, were, were being saved, and they were, they were being pressured, are feeling the pressure, are go, and going back into Judaism, going back into uh, the law and observances and all those things. Uh, uh, this is the age of grace. When Jesus Christ came, he fulfilled the law. He fulfilled the law. And so uh, he is the law. And uh, everything, Jesus is all in all. And so, so when, when he when he got and so it says there in verse one, or verse two, for unto us was the gospel preached, the gospel preached. Now we were created innocent. We were created without sin, and in the garden, we disobeyed God. When we disobeyed God, our blood became tainted with sin. We were all born sinners. We can trace all our, we probably, if we could do it and figure it out how to do it, I think we can all trace our DNA back to Adam because we're all sinners. Wherefore is by one man sin entered in the world and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men for that what? All have sinned. We're all sinners. We're born that way. We can't change that. We can't change that. Only God can change that. Okay. Now, uh, 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 the Bible, the Bible uh, talks, uh, uh, talks here, and it says he preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them. But the word preached did not profit them. Now, what I, what I said tonight is we don't see people getting saved, and, and it's not that people can't get saved. It's not, it's not that people, it's that they won't get saved. You understand? You see, we're not responsible to save people. Amen? We are not responsible. You can't make somebody get saved. By, by the way, by the way I, don't, I don't believe we're supposed to pressure people to get saved. I, I don't believe... I don't believe I don't believe you can you can you can pressure people to get saved. I don't think it's our responsibility. I don't believe the Bible teaches us that. The Bible teaches us to give the gospel. What's it say here? 
They preached what? Preached the gospel. You see that? For unto us was the gospel what? Preached. And, and it says, it says, but but it says it did not profit them. Now, let, let me let me read these verses. The Bible says in verse uh, chapter ten of Romans in verse seventeen. So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The word of God must be involved in receiving Christ as personal Savior. Ephesians 2, 8, 9, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, is gifts of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Now, I want, I want to give you three thoughts here out of this verse, just the, these three phrases, and I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to uh, very simple thoughts, it's not, not anything deep, but I want you to understand this, the process of someone being saved. The process of someone being saved, it's very simple, but it's but it's very profound the way the writer puts it here. Look at look at look at the verse. It says, it says, it did not profit them. That, comma. Look at that phrase after that. Not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Not being mixed with faith. I, I, yeah, I, that word mixed. That word mixed. I want you to notice. I, I want you to notice here for a person to get saved, and why. Why are people get when people get saved, when you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as personal Savior, how many of you remember the day you were saved? Okay. <laughs> for that to happen, for that to happen, some things need to take place. Okay? And they're very simple. And I want you to understand this because sometimes I I I I I'm I'm human. Real human. And, and, and when I talk, go out to witness, and, or I talk to somebody about the Lord and they don't get saved, I'm kind of down about it. Amen. You know, I don't, I don't walk away and say, well, you know, just for, you know, you can just go to hell then. I don't say that. But I, 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 when I share the gospel, I, want, I get excited. I get excited. I think every time I share the gospel, somebody's going to get saved. Right? Right? And now you can force some, you can force somebody to pray. You can you can just you can scare them to death. You can do what you want, and then you walk away. They they have no idea. That's not what we're all about. That's not what we should be about. God, the Holy Spirit, and the Bible. God doesn't need us. He he calls us, and he challenges, commands us to go. So notice what it's notice these three three thoughts. Number one, the message must be mixed. Now that word "mix" that's sort of a cooking phrase, isn't it? It's sort of, you know how many of you ever watch your mom cook? Ever watch them cook and and they sit there and and and, and on, on TV on TV TV shows they they get, they got the cups they measure it out. Your mom doesn't measure it out; she just throws it in there, doesn't she? A pinch here and a pinch here and everything. But when she mixes it up and puts it in the oven and cooks it and comes out, it's it's something good. Amen. Amen. Thank God for moms that can cook. And so, 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 notice, notice this word mixed. Mix, the word mix means to combine or assimilate. Combine or to assimilate. Now, it's, 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 it's got to be mixed. It's got to be assimilated. In other words, in other words, there's got to be an action. Okay? Now, the people have existing beliefs. You ask, you ask the wrong question. Do you know the Lord? Everybody knows the Lord. 
Okay, you you got to ask ask the right question. What what's the right question? Are you born again? Well, yeah, I'm born again. I mean, everybody answer everybody the world. If you were to die today, do you know for sure based on the Bible that that you'd be in heaven? That's the question. Now it's a little bit longer. But, but people have other beliefs. They say, well, my mom told me I'm going to heaven. My preacher told me, I, I, I met a lady, she said, preacher, she says, my preacher told me I was going to heaven. I said, well, he was wrong. She got mad at me, slammed the door in my face. But, but I told her the right thing. Uh, 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 well, I, I, you know, I, I have my religion. How many of you have ever heard that? And, and that, that, that's the belief. You'll hear that belief, and you'll hear people say that. that there's, and then there's religious doubts. How many of you have ever heard people that said, I, I was at church, but they, they, I got hurt at church. I got hurt at church. I was mistreated at church. Well, you know, how, you know, you know why you're going to get mistreated at church? Anybody know why? Because people are there. And people are nasty. I'm going to tell you, I've met some of the weirdest people at church. True I met some crazy nuts at church. <laughs> we had this one lady, one lady, she came in, Christian. We had this fellowship at our church. On Once a month we had a fellowship. So she was telling me and my wife one time, when she sat there, she said, well, we had a fellowship at our church, and I made a worm quiche and watched people eat it. I said, well, you better not do that here to this church because I'll punch you in the nose. What'd you do? Pinch that boy? He said amen. Oh, he said, he's, he's not getting his way. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. He'd be okay. Listen, listen. there's some crazy people. And, and I've, heard, I've met a lot of people that have been hurt. I've met a, I've, I, they, let, me, let me tell you something. There are churches all over America like ours where women and children have been abused. You know that? And, and you, you're going to meet, you'll meet some people out. Let me just tell you something. That's no reason to go to hell. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, when people, 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 I heard people, somebody said, people are, you know, that churches are full of hypocrites. I said, you're right. I said, you're right. It's full of hypocrites. Now, let, what are you saying, preacher? It, the, the message must be mixed. The message must be mixed. There's got to be a mixing. There's got to be, there's got to be an action. Now let me, let me build on that thought. Stay with me because I want to connect the thought. The mixing must be, look what it says in the verse, not being mixed with what? With faith. Not being mixed with what? Faith. Now you think about that. That is so simple, but it but it's but it's so important. All right? Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So somebody comes to me and says, Hey, Pat Creed, you're a sinner. And 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 and, and because of your sin, you're condemned. But Christ died on the cross, and he was buried, and he rose again the third day. Do you believe that? 
I said, yeah. He said, well, you got to mix it. You see, you've got to call on the name of the Lord. For whosoever shall what? Call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You know, there's a lot of people that know that Jesus Christ died on the cross, was buried, and rose again the third day. But you have to mix it with faith. Now, I want you to understand something. When a person gets saved, they don't know much. They don't know a lot, Miss Marilyn. I, I like to use the thought of what, what the blind man said. They said, well, tell us all about it. He says, I, look, once I was blind, and now I see. Once I wasn't saved, now I'm saved. That's it. Now, what is, what is, what is faith? What is that faith? Okay? I, 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 I hear the message. I mix it with faith. What am I doing? I am putting my complete trust in Jesus and Jesus only to get me to heaven. Period. Not the day you were baptized. Somebody asked you if you were saved, don't tell them when you were baptized because that didn't get you anything but wet. That was a step of obedience. Amen. So, so, so they mix it with faith. Now, you, you talk to your friends and you talk to your loved ones and you share the gospel with them, but until they trust Jesus and only Him. Now, that's not easy for everybody. People raised in other churches and other uh, people raised in the Catholic faith, people raised in, 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 a, in a faith that's different, they're putting their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me, by the way, let me tell you something. Everybody that holds a Bible up and tell, if you go to a church and they tell you you cannot be saved, they're liars. And you cannot keep your salvation. If they tell you you can lose your salvation, they're lying to you. Yes, brother. Yeah. If you're listening to a preacher and he says you can't be saved forever, he's a liar. You say, preacher, I wouldn't tell him he's a liar. Give me his number. Give me the number of the preacher and let me call him and say, hey, preacher liar show me in the Bible where you can lose your salvation it's not there and so 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 what, what, what I'm saying is you've got to mix it what the Bible saying is you've got to mix it you've got to combine it it's not enough to know but you've got to combine it with faith you understand what he's saying here you got to mix it with faith now, notice, notice, notice the next thought. You've got to mix it with, not, not, not works, not a chain, but notice, notice that, that, that word faith means assurance, belief. I put my trust in Jesus Christ, not in the church, not in the preacher, not in the Baptist, not in the whatever, in Jesus Christ, period. That's it. Now, the other thought is this, and this is important. Notice, notice what it says. Not being mixed with faith in them that, notice that phrase, that heard it. <clears throat> now that word 
that word heard, that word heard means understood. Understood. God tells us in his word as Christians, when we talk to somebody about their soul, to teach them. He doesn't say impress them. He does not say educate them, although that's part of it. But he says to teach them. What are we to teach them? Now, I want you to listen to me. (laughs) I want you to listen to me very carefully. I've been with people soul winning, and they've done the talking. And their presentation was flawed. There's two ways you're talking to people about the Lord Jesus Christ. You can miss the boat. Number one, you can, you can say something that is not biblical. And people in churches like ours say things that are not biblical. At all. At all. Number two, we say something that should be left for discipleship. When you talk to somebody about their soul, it's not the time to talk to them about theological terms. You all know what I'm talking about, theological terms? It's not the time to talk to them about theological terms. What are we to teach them? We need to teach them that they're a sinner. We need to teach them why they're a sinner. We need to teach them that they're condemned. We need to teach them why they're condemned. We need to teach them the the gospel that Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay for our sins and rose again the third day. Why and how and what for? That's it. That's the message right there. That's it. That's That's as deep as it gets. Now, there are all kinds of books on soul winning. Why do people write, write books on soul winning? Because they want money. There's more books about this book than any other book in the world. People writing books about this and books about that and this book and that book and this. And we've got the, the book. <coughs> How many of you have ever had a teacher... That, that just, you, you, you cannot forget them. They taught you, I mean, you got it when they taught it to you. How many of you ever had a teacher like that? Okay, I had one like that. He's, he's with the Lord. He actually was principal at where Patrick is now. His name was Bill Spence. <clears throat> I, was, I was president of the Honor Society in my school. I graduated with honors. I hated math, I hated English, I hated everything. I hated to study. Say, why did you study? Fear. My dad put the fear of God in me. Algebra. I hate algebra. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. No algebra in heaven is going to be in hell. (laughs) 
But I had I had geometry. And I really enjoyed geometry. I know people that didn't understand geometry. But Bill Spence taught me geometry. I couldn't wait to get to his class every day. I mean I, I'm I'm serious. I was in I was I was a youngster in tenth grade and, and and I could not wait to get to those postulates and theorems and those old graphs and everything and I loved it. I thought it was so cool. And what, what, why did that happen? Because he taught me. Do you understand? Let me tell you something. Don't be the Christian. Listen, don't be the Christian that confuses somebody. Mm-hmm. Streamline what you say. Stay with the Bible. Keep it simple. Say what you need to say and shut up. That's it. You say, well, preacher, what if they have the question? Rewind and start again. Now, you talk to people that have all kinds of questions. Well, preacher, what about this? Preacher, what? I said, well, let's take that and put it on the shelf. We'll talk about it later. And I'll say, we'll take that. By the time I've talked to them, most people, I have a, two shelves full of questions. They and, and, and then we talk about them getting saved and they bow their heads and trust Jesus Christ's personal Savior, and they don't even ask about the questions. Why? Why? Because they've mixed the message. Listen, they've mixed the message and they understood. They understood. Who told you about Jesus Christ? Who shared with you the gospel? Who made it clear to you? Let's understand, folks, that that message, unless that soul mixes the message with faith, it's not going to happen. But they must understand. They must understand. Amen? Amen. Let's bow our heads. Bow our heads and close our eyes. Do you know Jesus Christ as personal Savior tonight? You say, preacher, if I die today, I know for sure I'd go to heaven. Christ is my Savior. Heaven is my home. Would you slip your hand up? God bless you. Hands all over. We're going to have a hymn of invitation. If God spoke to your heart tonight, maybe maybe it's been a while since you shared Christ with others. Maybe you're working on some. some. Maybe, maybe you need to get alone with God and, and ask God to really help you to streamline the message you give. Go back to Bible school of soul winning. And get it and be ready. Be ready. And allow the Holy Spirit to do the work. Father, bless the invitation. Work in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand with heads bowed, eyes closed. God spoke to your heart. Maybe there's some sin in your life. You need to 
get rid of. God uses clean vessels. Not perfect, just clean. Amen. And he wants to use you. Maybe he needs to clean your mouth up. Maybe he needs to clean your mind up. Clean your phone up. Whatever God, never got ever have God lead you, you come. Sunday now, Sunday afternoon, 3.30, we're going out, and we're going to sow the gospel seed, amen? Amen. Good to see everybody. Good to see you young people here. God bless you. Pray for your safety at school. Amen. Naomi, good to see you. She'll be here a couple Sundays, and then she'll be going to Spain. What is it? The, the rain falls mainly in the plain in Spain? Anyhow, she, that's where she's going. So pray for her as she travels there. Good to see everybody. Brother Walt, would you close for us? Heavenly Father, thank you for this choice there, God. Thank you for uh, teaching us just a few words there, Lord. Get us some safe plane back there. Some that is on a safe plane. Jesus, Lord, I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen.